Back behind those horses now as they come down the straight was Vinnie Rowe and back behind them here's McIvy Diva. A nation roars for a hero. She's starting to wind up. 300 left to go now. McIvy Diva's racing up. Envoy's trying to go with her. They've got to Portland Singer and Lachlan River. Here comes like a falcon and excellent. But McIvy Diva clear with 100 metres to go. Excellent runs to second. Bonazun runs on. But a champion becomes a legend. McIvy Diva has won it from over Bonazun. Excellent. Like a falcon is close up. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, a few of our listeners have made mention of that iconic call of Greg Miles, the 2005 Melbourne Cup, Maccabi Divas' third successive Melbourne Cup win, and Greg Miles' immortal line, a champion becomes a legend. Hey, Dan, I was just talking to John O'Shea, and he was mentioning how tough it is for his kids, and many kids are playing sport. My lovely sister's just texted me. Isaac, it's her son, and his soccer team have missed half their games this season. He is now playing indoor cricket on Wednesday nights for guaranteed sport. 15-year-olds need to play their sport. So true. It's so tough. On We've had COVID and now had all this wet weather. Good physically, but also mentally, Ray. Uh, happy 100th show, boys. This comes in from The Bat. Uh, we have the show on every Sunday morning in our house, and your audience isn't just adults, Ray. My 12-year-old listens every week, has done for a long time. He loves doing the quiz. Well, let's hope he doesn't pick up some bad habits. <laughs> Congratulations to you and the team. Bat, text in his or her name. Yeah, and oh, it's good on we him. Will well, for the 12-year-old, he probably does better than us on the quiz on Tip and Dino. So mm. right now, mm. we've met a lot of great commentators. But there's one call that stands out to me. We, which sport are we talking about? Rugby league. There's only one. It was 1994, eh? Mm-hmm. State of Origin 2 at the old Sydney Football Stadium. We heard Ray Rabbit's Warren's call of that great Mark Coyne moment there's a better in one? the last hour. There there's one better. just as good. Okay. Oh, very, very diplomatic. Here it is. Fourth tackle. Langer. The ball on the outside of Jason Smith. Shot ball of Darren Smith. Away on the outside. It's come to Tony Carroll. And Carroll's in. There was Tunza. Yeah. Whatever happened to Tony Carroll? Oh, I'm not sure. But we've got the great man online, I believe. Let's bring him Raymond on. Hadley, <laughs> good morning. Well, what a momentous day for Australian radio. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ray. <laughs> no, One day you'll get to this position. Day. And it's a tribute to the qualities of Ray Thomas that through a series of co-hosts, this show has lasted 100 shows. It's just remarkable. Ray, He's an immense people. talent, Thomas, an immense talent. Hey, Ray, plenty of people got theories about this. A whole this. range of hosts that he can emerge victorious. Did you just play the wrong audio there, or was that the right audio? I think it was the wrong one. That sort of sums up our show, Ray, I reckon. <laughs> I think it may have been the wrong the one. Do you want me to re- relive the Mark Coyne try? How far can you back do it? could can you, you go? Do it? No, I can't do it, boys. I'm at breakfast with my grandson, Tommy, and my daughter, Sarah. So Just give us the last 10 great. seconds in from Alfie onwards to Mal to Mark Coyne. Come on. Mate, I, I, I'm in a public place. Doesn't matter, Ray. You're the biggest name in radio. You don't want to embarrass people. You want to embarrass his grandkids. He doesn't, doesn't mind coming on and trying to embarrass me. That's all right. See, if you're, it you're, it's him. Open target. One of the, that's one of the easiest jobs in the world. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Ray? How's your golf? 
Uh, it's going all right, yeah. What did I read last week? Was it a hole in one or an eagle? Uh, eagle about three weeks ago. Par five? And, uh, yeah, no, I'm down to ten now. I oh, wow, that's good golf. I'm doing my best. That's good golf, yeah. I played with you once. I thought it might not have been your sport. How, how, did, how did he hit him? How, how did he hit the ball? Um, Ray? I uh, used to hit it with slice. Now it'll be the draw or straight. So okay. that's the big difference. The only problem is if I get a bunker, get it a bunker, I'll have a wipe because I can't get it a bunker these days. Knowing how passionate you are, Ray, does the does the temper levels rise no, no. a little bit with, with a good old three putt? Mate, I'm nearly 68. I'm, I'm much calmer than I was when I was 28 and 38. Hey, oh, really? Well, Ray, just on golf, and I, I often listen to your show, and, and you often get young Australian golfers who are emerging um, who might crack it onto the, the USPGA tour or whatever and you get them on at the start of their careers. Did you ever have a young Cameron Smith on? You just cut out there, Ray. I just missed the last part of it. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have a young Cameron Smith on your show? A gun caddy, did you say? <laughs> a young Cameron Smith. Oh, no. Cameron Smith. I'm sorry. That's right. No, yeah, I've, I've met him a couple of times, but no, I've never interviewed him. But the young bloke would interviewed about three years ago, four years ago, a bloke called Daniel Gale, who's currently yeah. uh, just missed the cut at that uh, 3M Open in Minnesota. And uh, it's a great story. He, he went over there. He's 26. He won a couple of tournaments um, in Australia, or in Papua New Guinea, actually, about four years ago. Then COVID hit. He went over to pre-qualify for the first PGA tournament, pre-qualified with the 63 last Monday, made the tournament, and then unfortunately finished with, a, I think, a four or five over. So he had to be one over to make the cut. But, yeah, we've got a dearth of great young players on the mm. world stage as far as golf's concerned. It's really heartening, if you love golf, to see all these young fellas doing so well, and young women, of course, as well. Ray, our talk topic today has been great sporting moments uh, through commentary. commentary moments, yeah. yeah, And we've had all the great calls, you know, Greg Mulls, uh, Ray Warren, yourself, Richie Benno, Alan McGilvray. It goes on and on and on. What would be, or who would be your greatest? Who, who did you look up to most when you were coming through the ranks? Uh, two people, probably um, in racing, because that's where I started, uh, calling races, uh, Ken Howard and Bert Bryant, mm. just in front of Vince Curry out of Brisbane. And then when I got to work with the great Des Hoisted back in the early 80s, him. And then when I got to know John Tapp and, of course, the legendary Ray Warren. I mean, Ray's gets all the accolades for being a great uh, sports caller, rugby league caller and a swimming caller. But he was perhaps one of the best race callers the country produced as well. And he chose to go in another direction. Um, or another direction chose him and it was rugby league. But, um, I, you know, I think people like that inspired me. And, um, you know, the great Olympic calls and... Days gone by, by Nugget May in the swimming pool, and I've been fortunate enough to be to seven Olympics and do both swimming and track and field. I think the best moment I had was in the year 2000 on a September night when Kathy Freeman won mm. uh, the 400. Um, and then the night before, or maybe two nights before, I did the, the men's 4 by 100 relay where Ian Thorpe was able to beat Gary Hall Jr. in that final leg, uh, the Smashing Guitars final. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think the inspiration comes from people like that. More recently, I guess, um, you know, Ray Warren. Um, I was also very fortunate to, to work with a bloke called Frank Hyde, who gave me some advice in the early part of my uh, broadcasting career in 1987 when he said, son, you sound too much like a race caller. I said, that's because I am a race caller. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I've had to change styles over the years and... 
I suppose I don't sound like a race caller anymore. Not that I was a great race caller. I was a competent race caller. But I think race calling is the, the, the most difficult art of broadcasting that you could ever encounter. I, I remember uh, someone said to me um, when I was tossing up whether to call rugby league in 87 when I got the offer in early 87, um, uh, well, mate, it's a bit easier calling 26 players for 80 minutes than 26 horses for a minute and a half. And uh, they're right about that. I mean, I have great respect. Um, for Matt Hill, I worked with him at two Olympics. Uh, he's perhaps the most, well, he's the best of the young callers. He, um, we used to do uh, in uh, London the track and field together, and I do the sprints, the 100, the 200, the 400, the 800, and he'd do the 3,000 steeplechase, the 5,000, the 10,000 that Mo Farrell won. And you'd have, uh, you know, three Kenyans and three from um, various other places that looked all the same and, and he'd somehow distinguish one had a gold chain and one had you know yellow boots and one had green boots and I, I sat there in, in absolute amazement as he went through the field, you know, you know 15 strong and never missed a beat as they went down the back straight on the final occasion. He, he's, uh, mm. he, you know, he's got a rare talent, Matt Hill and Josh um, is a wonderful caller as is, uh, of course, Darren in Sydney but um, I think he'll uh, when when we measure him against the, his peers and the people before him, I think he'll be uh, he'll be tested to be perhaps the best young broadcaster that Australia's produced, Matthew, because he can do a whole range of things, not just racing, of course. He can, as can you, Ray. What what's your favourite sport? Is it rugby league? Favourite moment? Right? Oh, oh favourite sport, Ray. Favourite sport. Is it rugby oh, league? Yeah, rugby league. You know, I got to call rugby union in the early part of. You know, my career, and that was like watching paint dry. Um, uh, but the leagues provided me with the best moments. The, the clip that you were referring to earlier was the Mark Coyne try, and um, that's that's the greatest rugby league moment that I can remember. All that first, and provided plenty more in grand finals mm. and state of origin, and you know, then more recently, people like Cameron Munster and young Nathan Cleary provide great moments. But rugby league's probably my favourite because I've done more. I mean, I have called it for the last, you know, 35 years and I actually did a game last night. Young Chris Warren was caught uh, with the virus and so I got, you know, summoned off the bench and I went to South and Melbourne last night. I'll tell you what, it is hard when you don't do much of it. I do origin and grand finals these days. When you're confronted with uh, Kemba Kamita <laughs> at pace. It's not easy. <laughs> hey, Ray. It was a lot easier with the Smith, Jones, Brown and, <laughs> and Thornett. Ray. Yes. How did this segment become about you? This is about us. You can't say that. He rang in. What? This is about us, not about you. How did this segment become about you? Well, let me say this to you. And I said this to you through the week when you begged me to come on this time. Here we go. I didn't beg. You said you'd come on. Oh, I didn't hear this story. Let me tell you, listeners, this, okay? I got through 100 shows about 30 years ago. All right? So You've been around a bit. Congratulations, Ray. Thanks very much for that. When you get to 2,000 shows... And 2,800 games of rugby league and seven Olympics. We can all sit around the Sky Racing studio and congratulate But I'd say the fact that you got the 100 Bulldog, and I exclude Ray from this because I like Ray, uh, is a, of course. It's an absolute miracle. An absolute miracle. Well, listen. Particularly as you have that other imbecile Rothfeld on a regular basis. That makes it an even bigger miracle. Well, if you want a couple of tips about radio off air, just give me a call, Ray. No, look, I really appreciate All it. All right. If I struggle for my 130, 43rd consecutive victory next Thursday, I'll certainly be in contact with you. It's all about you, Ray. <laughs> you can't.
can't say that. It's never, never any different, Bulldog. You know the rules. <laughs> hey, Ray. Hey, thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah, appreciate the call. Oh, and um, Thank th- you. Thanks for taking time out, Ray, and decide to impinge on your Sunday morning, and uh, we'll be listening during the week. Well, the scrambled eggs are cold. I hope you're happy about that. I'll see you later. <laughs> see you, mate. Bye. <laughs>